0: all right what is going on everybody welcome back to another day of saber sims dfs office hours it is friday june 30th of 2023 here looking ahead we have a 12 game mlb slate and Uh, This is our last show of the weekend, so have to look at our weekend sports here. We have an MMA card tomorrow. We have NASCAR and Formula One on uh, Sunday here, so it should be a fun weekend. A lot of DFS to play here. I saw we had a NASCAR Formula One question, so I think that's going to be a great place to get started. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at Saber Sims, a show where we go over how to use the Saber Sim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. Questions can come in live in the YouTube chat. You can also reach just at support at sabersim.com Put, uh, send in your questions there and you can post your questions ahead of time in the office hours channel in our discord server if you're not in our discord there is a link in the description below of this video to get joined up we do this show monday through friday 2 p.m eastern so if you have any questions ahead of the weekend uh get those in now or else uh, next show will be on monday here but with that being said can you get the app pulled up I have a couple questions here in the Discord to get us kicked off, but nothing uh, beyond that. So if you guys have any questions, something on your mind, now is always a great time to get those questions in. And uh, first question here from Sammy. Question says, racing question. I want to get into the NASCAR. I want to get into NASCAR and have done some Formula One. Is there a way that what I do for Formula One will work for NASCAR in general? as far as setup rules and bump up or down projections, as well as adjust exposures on step one instead of step three and vice versa. Uh, So word of caution here, you know, one sport is never really going to one for one match another sport in, in DFS. And this really comes down to, what, what I would say is like probably a scoring thing, right? So the scoring for NASCAR is going to be different than what the scoring for formula one is right in formula one, there's a constructor position in formula one, you get points for beating your teammate, right? Uh, we might have, you know, three guys that are uh, driving for one of the, one of the NASCAR teams. They're, they're not getting points for hurting or, or for, for beating or for, getting points taken away for losing to a teammate, right? So be aware of of some of the scoring differences. I think that's probably uh, the most prominent difference between the two sports here. So uh, I I don't think that, you know, th- they're both auto sports, you know, they're both motor sports here, but treat them a little differently. But some of the basic, you know, DFS components here, I think are relatively safe to um, to use, right? So I'm going to go back to last week's NASCAR slate. I think that, you know, one thing that, that you mentioned here is hey, I like to bump up or down projections. You know, that that's going to be okay across all sports here. Uh, if you have any min or max exposures that you want to put to certain racers, you know, this is this is really coming down to like, hey, I like these guys. Uh, you know, we're we're not really talking about your your research process. I think that where it gets particularly uh you have to be very, very careful is where you mention. I like to set up rules, and you know, rules for Formula One are going to be, you know, so different than rules for NASCAR, right? Where it's like, hey, don't use two guys from the same team, you know, uh, make sure like uh, you're only using one player from Red Bull, one player from Mercedes or, or one driver for that matter. Right. So don't go into NASCAR and go look at the teams and and say, you know, only use one guy from, from this one team from like roadhouse or, or whatever it may be. Right. So pretty sure, pretty sure that's, that's one of the teams here. I'm not too savvy on all of the NASCAR teams, but that is one I, I believe I am aware of here. So uh, be careful with some of your rules. You know, it's, it's always okay to go to DraftKings and then just pull up the, the scoring and and see how they're different, right, and compare them. So I think some of the baseline Saberson components of, you know, bumping up or down projections, uh, adjusting them max exposures, those are okay, but be very careful with your rules here. And then second question, a follow-up to that one was, I watched that MLB video where Jordan specifies in the end on how to do diversification with many uniques, is that still viable or leave it as one mini unique? Uh, so, so I talk about, you know, being very careful in these six player lineup formats here. And I think you should be especially careful when doing it for a sport where you are going to need an optimal lineup to win here. So NASCAR, you know, 40 drivers, you're probably going to need an optimal to win most days. And, I One thing that increasing your mean uniques can do is it can box you out of the winning construction because let's say that you have five drivers correct and you, you know, let's look at this top lineup. Uh, All the top five drivers are in the optimal, but you have Chase Elliott and instead of Chase Elliott, you needed... Um, some some other driver, some other, you know, Brian Blaney, maybe instead, instead of Elliott at a $500 salary discount here, uh, you're not going to be able to get to that lineup if you have mini uniques of two, because what you're saying is that every other lineup must have at least two drivers different. And in this case, the optimal lineup was only one driver away. So that is why I don't love mini uniques in sports where you're going to need an optimal here. And, uh, you know, we are building at Sim Diversity 10 I always kind of tell people that, hey, this is kind of an indication to me, at least, of an easy way to say, uh, you know, you, you're probably going to need an optimal lineup to win. If we are taking single uh, slate, you know, simulations here, single race simulations for NASCAR specifically, when we go to build your lineups, chances are you're going to need an optimal lineup to win. So, so be careful here if you want to experiment with it, you know, one thing that I like to do is, is like, Hey, if I do increase my mini uniques, how much further down in my pool do I have to go to get to lineups that have this level of diversification? And in this case, there was only one lineup in our top 20 lineups that had two players similar. So my bottom lineup is now 21st. So I got rid of one lineup. So I'd be okay with the mini uniques of two. Right. But I think when, where you can get into trouble is, uh, mini of three takes you to lineup 30. I think that's okay. We're still in the top 10% of our pool. But when we get into four mini uniques here, uh, we're already all the way down at lineup 325. And then you have to think of this mini number in relation to the lineups, right? So mini of four might not seem that high if you're playing, you know, a 10 person MOB lineup, right? But this is only six, six drivers. So we're already at two thirds of our, um, lineup. Is different from each other, so that is equivalent to you know a, uh, uh, almost a seven min unique in in DK MLB here. So uh, be be aware of how many drivers are in your lineup, and then I like to figure out you know how far down in my pool is it taking me, and uh, use that as a marker here. But just just one last thing on the motorsports here is that if you go on our YouTube channel and you go to playlists. We have a basically like a motorsports channel which says uh, how to beat NASCAR, DFS, and F1 here. Click view full playlist. We have these five videos here. Some are short, some are long, where, you know, we're talking to our models team. It looks like Matt was on an episode. And then we have some of these like quick hitter videos, right? So check out this playlist, watch these videos, and see some of the feedback that Jordan, Will, Eric, Matt all have in relation to these sports here. So I think that this could be a really good. Uh, place to start if you want to get into uh, one or the other, right? We have Formula One videos, we have NASCAR videos. So only watch what you need if uh, you're unfamiliar with one of those. But if you want to get into motorsports in general, this is definitely a great place to start. I uh, would highly recommend it. All right. Good question there to get us started, especially heading into the weekend here. Nice to talk uh, a little bit about a sport that we don't talk about so often here. But next question from jim okay question says so i i I got really lucky last night i wasn't able to set lineups before the main slate locked last night so i used the late swap tool to make lineups The, the way i got lucky is that it only made one lineup that actually performed pretty well but i wanted to know is there any way i can get Uh, late swap to create different lineups if this happens again. I see there was a couple messages here from Shady and Dan. Thank you guys for jumping in here. Uh, So so there's two ways to fix this, right? So let's say that, you know, you're reserving your entries, you put in a dummy lineup, and uh, before lock comes, you know, you're not able to enter your lineups for whatever reason, and you basically miss lock, and now you're stuck with one lineup, right? So what SaberSim is going to do when you go to late swap it is going to look in your csv and see how many unique lineups you have and it will if you have one unique lineup then regardless of how many contests you've entered it is only going to late swap the one lineup because it's looking at lineups specifically and not contests here so there's a couple ways to do this um I do like the way that Shady suggested, so I'm going to start with this one. So the the first thing that you can do is let's say that you have an entries file and the slate locks and you have one player from Pittsburgh and maybe you have a uh, Toronto pitcher, right? So I'm going to go, let's say you have a Pittsburgh two stack, right? So what I'm going to go do is I'm going to go and look at my lineup and see what positions the Pittsburgh player is in. So then what I want to do, okay, well well first thing I want to do, let's say that um it's the 405 407, you know, let's 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 get rid of all these games before 420 because we're going to be in a time crunch, right? So first thing you should do is x all the all the games and all the teams that have already started playing because you want to remove these from your effective pool here. And then let's say that you had that Pittsburgh up uh, player right so then what i want to go do is i want to go look at pittsburgh and i want to uh, remove all of them from the pool here and i'm going to undo the eye icon so i can see them but then i want to bring a couple back here and maybe i have a two stack that is uh jack Sawinsky and andrew mccutcheon and andrew mccutcheon and Sawinski are outfielders here so what i need to do i need to go to the outfield tab And I need to increase their min exposure in this particular slot to 100%. And it's very important that whatever position the players are in that have already started, you lock in their min exposure at 100 at that particular slot. So if you have somebody who has multi-position eligibility, maybe, you know, instead it's Nick Gonzalez, who is a second baseman slash shortstop you need to see which position he is in. And then you need to put him in 100% of your lineups at that specific position. If you try this from the all tab, it's not going to work correctly. Uh, So make sure you go into your uh, position slots here and make sure that you lock them in the correct position. So I've done this now for my uh, two Pittsburgh players. I'm going to go back to Toronto here. And maybe I'm playing Jose Barrios. And I'm using him as a pitcher, obviously, and I'm going to put him in 100% of my lineups. So then, now basically, what I've done is I've locked in to my lineups that are going to be built the players that have already started. And now I've gotten rid of all the games that I'm not going to be able to use players for. And I'm building lineups with the rest of the teams all available. So then, now what I would do is I would go into my lineups here. Maybe I had 20 lineups. I would hit start new build. And then now what I'm looking for is I'm looking to make sure that Berrios is a pitcher in all of my lineups and that Sawinski and McCutcheon are in 100% of my lineups at the outfield position here. So with the, the min exposures, with the, um, you know, being real stringent here, lineups might take a little bit longer to load, but that should be Okay, all things considered. Okay, lineups are finishing up and seeing exactly what I want, right? 100% McCutcheon, 100% Swinsky, and 100% Barrios here. And then all these other players are getting filled in from all the games that I left available elsewhere. So, um, this is great, and then what you can do is you just you know fill your entries as normally and upload to the site. So this is probably the easiest way to do it. A uh, couple other ways that you can do it here is maybe you just have uh, two contests here, right? And maybe you have you know uh, a two twenty maxes, and what you can do is. On the DK de- or or okay, let's say you're playing uh three single entries, right? Let let's let's do a single entry example. Say you're doing three single entries. Uh what you can do is you can go on your DraftKings app and then what you'll see is that you know you're gonna have this one lineup. There's like a contest and then like a lineups tab. You're gonna have this one lineup in all three contests. If you click into each contest and change one single player, it doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter, you know, anything like that, just change one single player. And then now all three lineups are going to be different. So then when you come back to the SaberSim uh, app, you can re-download your template file. And then now, because you changed those players, SaberSim is going to recognize that, hey, you know, um, you your lineups are now actually different. And then it'll recognize three different lineups. And then you'll be able to late swap all three lineups. So I don't love doing that for like a, a ton of lineups here because obviously... Uh, you are going to have um, to go into each and every lineup. If you're playing, you know, multiple 20 maxes, that's a lot of lineups to sit there and click through. So, so that can be a little tough here, but option one is is probably your best option here with option two uh, for, for special occasions here. So hope that helps you guys out and uh, glad, glad it didn't end up in a total bust of a night, Jim. Okay. Uh, next question here from Kyle kyle said uh, regarding lineup study when i am studying sharper players than myself it seems like they have a much more condensed portfolio than i did in terms of their player to player correlations first table is their first table is mine and second one is theirs how can i get a more condensed portfolio here uh uh okay so i am not going to be able to like zoom in on this and, and, you know, really review it, but I'm assuming red is, is generally more condensed here. And then, you know, yellow and green, uh, which are some, some screenshots that Kyle posted in the office hours channel in discord, if anybody cares to look at them here, but if you want a more condensed portfolio here, then do less in the post build Uh, What I will say, though, you know, one thing is that if if you build with traditional optimizers or other tools here, um, you know, a lot of those tools are going to have min uniques as like a build input here. And I think that, you know, so high of min uniques uh, can, can hurt you, can take longer to build your lineups overall here. And you know it's possible that that other users using traditional optimizers, like maybe just just uh, are are avoiding that trade off. They're just saying, you know, I want to go with the best projected plays and uh, not not worry about this so much. So our post build mini neeks diversification tool here, I think, is pretty pretty. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Unique here in in the sense that you know I, I haven't seen a lot of other tools have this feature here so it could just be like hey you know uh i i don't want to say that you know condensing your 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 lineup pool is is the better way to go here but having something where you know you're not using Mini uniques maybe you're not even using saber score you know you're using a projected score instead here you know can lead to a more condensed pool so it's a large slate let's do 10 to 50k so this is interesting, right? So when I'm on saber score, large slate, 10 to 50 K, which is the settings I built, I have 48 players in my player pool. Uh, when I go to projected score sorting metric here that drops down to 34, right? So, so this is kind of what I'm getting at is that, you know, due to our backtesting and our sorting metrics, we, we naturally help you diversify right with SIM diversity with our sorting metrics, uh, Etc., here, right, with having so many variables part of Saber Score, we are trying to help users get more diversified. If you want to be chalk, if you, I mean, not even chalkier, if you want to be more condensed, you know, closer, mi- mi- like getting closer and closer to mimicking what a traditional optimizer will do will give you those things. I just don't know if those things are, you know, the best option here, right? So, um, tread lightly if, if you want to be more condensed. Change your sorting metric to projected score. Don't use men uniques. And, um, you know, you can even uh, work or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Experiment with lowering sim diversity here and uh, just getting to more of the best plays. And then that your player pool will ultimately probably be more condensed. But tread lightly there. Okay, good question there. Uh, we are jumping over to the YouTube chat all caught up in the Office Hours channel in Discord, uh only one question. So if anybody has any questions, now is a great time to get those in. But Ryan said I'm traveling and did some lineups on mobile app, and it wasn't too bad. It only took me a few minutes and was able to get 20 lives no sweat. That one be as a solid sport for mobile. Uh yeah, no, I think our mobile app is great. I use it a ton during emma and during a uh, NBA season, during late swap. It's it's really hard to you know, constantly be home and sitting at around the computer, waiting to late swap here. Uh, you know, got to pick up my daughter from from daycare here, and you know that's usually around like five p.m. So you know, you get those locks at four p.m. on the west coast, and then um, you know I'm, I'm here to like four thirty, and then any any swaps at five six. You know, I'm I'm doing it on the road or or out and about. You know, whatever it may be. So I think our mobile app is really good. It's very. Uh, you know, works really well. The UI is good. The functionality is good. So, uh, I know that other Sharp users, you know, use it out and about as well, better than carrying a laptop to, to, uh, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings or or wherever you're going for the night. So glad that you are having positive experiences with the mobile app, uh, for those not using it, for those unaware of it, check it out, you know, just go on your browser, Safari, Firefox, Chrome, uh, whatever you use. And, uh, Search SaberSim and, you know, you'll log in and all things will be uh, fairly similar here. But with that being said, uh, okay, one more question here from OA. said, so once you crunch your lineups, what's the easiest way to view and select the lineups you want to submit from your crunch of 100 or whatever you had originally uh, built here, basically? so So when you run a build and you get into the post build here, uh, what we are going to do is, you know, whatever number of lineups that you set in your build settings here is what we're going to show you. We're going to build you much more lineups than that, right? So you might be playing a 20 max, you're building for your 20 max. You have 500 lineups to work with, right? So from here, the, the way that we suggest users, uh, interact with the app is this right to left approach where you are, you know, if you want to apply min uniques and, and get some diversity do that first and then move to your stack types tab you know are you getting all the stacks you want maybe I don't want any three three two any stacks less than four here I want to guarantee I have at least a four stack so I'm gonna zero out that three three game stacks you know I don't care too much about game stacks here move into my team stacks here right uh maybe this is just too much Pittsburgh for me and and I don't want to play any team over you know 50 percent and 50 percent of my lineups here uh, Mini neeks could have done that for me, but, but maybe I didn't want to do that. Right. So, oh, I locked these guys in. That's what it was. Okay. So I can't do the Pittsburgh thing because I did that, um, example where I locked in Sawinski and McCutcheon here, but you know, Mini neeks will, will alter these teams if there's no players like that. And then, you know, you move into your players, you know, look at your pitchers, Look at, look at your individual batters, uh, etc. here. And then, And then what you could do is what I like to do is I like to scroll to the bottom of my set of lineups. So my 20 lineups here, uh, these lineups, you know, might not be the top 20 if I make adjustments, right? So you can see that I got rid of those 3-3-2 stacks. So then the builder said, okay, um, if you don't want those 3-3-2 stacks, then I need to go further down to my pool. And then I went and got lineups 21 and 22. If you want to like sift through your pool here and, you know, find lineups you like that you want to play, What you can do is you use this lock icon here. This will make sure that this lineup that you lock is always a part of your set of lineups here. So then when I go back to my lineups, even if I drop my number of lineups down to one, it is going to prioritize the lineup that you locked here, right? So um, it'll always be a part of your set. The lineup builder will prioritize that lineup. But generally here, um, those are like the two ways to figure out, you know, to make adjustments to your set, to... Uh, build your lineups to lock in lineups. If you want to alter a lineup, you can use this little pencil icon. Maybe you like everything about this lineup except for uh, this this Yankees one-off, right? So what you can do is you can X this player, and then you can go and find another player here and uh, insert them into your lineup. And maybe you want to play, I don't know, um, anybody, you know, Jonah Bride instead and, and you just hit save. And then once you alter the lineup, it will also lock the lineup as well. And then now this will be your new lineup uh, to take with you into your contest. Uh, it says, you can know that at Jose Valdez Cato, you can only do certain things to make that unlikely to happen. Oh, okay. I said, how do I know that my lineups are completely unique as opposed to the field? Uh, so good question here. So one way that we talk about duplication here is through the lens of geometric bean, which is a form of uh, product ownership here in a large MLB 12 game slate here. I don't really think you should worry about duplication at all here. And what I would suggest doing that if you want to know. So we have this really cool tutorial in our help documentation. So you go to settings, you go to help here. And then this will take you to our support library. So in our support library, go down to frequently asked questions, click view more. And then this will take you to like our library here. Type in geometric mean in the search bar. And then we have this video. How to, how do ownership product and geo and o- how do ownership product and ownership geometric mean work? And I, I feel like we changed the title because I didn't think it used to be like that, but anyways, uh, we have this four minute video. It's really short here. Uh, it, it's an example of some ownership versus product ownership versus GL mean how to apply those in the app on the standard plan, how to apply those in the app on the, uh, and pro plan here and gives you a solid breakdown of how to do the calculations to figure out how likely it is that your lineups are being duplicated for reference i never worry about duplication unless i'm playing anything a a two-game slate or smaller here so either a two-game slate or a single-game slate unless it's one of those two things i'm I'm never really worried about duplication here or unless it's one of these six-player formats here so um Golf, not so much because they have these large fields. Maybe weekend showdown, round three, round four. MMA for sure. NASCAR for sure. Tennis, yes. League, yes. Um, Not really CSGO, I would say. And uh, Formula One, yes. And then, you know, any of like the uh, MLB showdown, NBA showdown, NFL showdown when that comes back here. So uh, learning how to use geometric mean and how to do the formula will help you uh, learn how to uh, apply those in the app, check to see if your lineups are going to be duplicate, have a, have a risk of be, being duplicated in this contest. But in general here, you know, I like to tell people, Hey, don't worry about Geo mean until it like slaps you in the face until you win a contest and you are duplicated 30 times. I wouldn't work that into your process uh, until that, until that point. But just, just some general thoughts here. Jose said, thanks. Um, and then, oh, I said, is that also on the YouTube channel that Geo Mean video? So the one in our support documentation is not here, but we do have other content related to geometric mean on the YouTube channel. So if you go to the search bar on our channel, and then just type in a uh, Geo Mean or like geometric mean, we have we have a couple of different videos. So product ownership and Geo Mean, we covered it in this office hours video covered it in this is when we uh launched it here the second video because i had jordan on the show and we did like a 30 minute segment at the beginning of the video talking about it here so uh these two videos are pretty good here and then we we've we've uh touched on it multiple times throughout office hours you know doing this show five days a week it comes up often so you can check out any of those videos but the the support one is like a uh you know thought out uh in advance you know all these all these videos that we do on the show segments are kind of on the fly here so that is a uh, you know short quick hitter four minute video covers all the points and uh gives you just a uh, nice brief uh content to consume so that's why i usually point people toward that video specifically here but while while we wait for any last questions to come in here um that's not what i wanted just want to let you guys know if you guys are not playing over on owner's box, highly recommend taking advantage of it. Uh, we partnered with owner's box at the beginning of the MLB season here. We're the first major optimizer to support owner's box. They are a smaller up and coming DFS site. A lot of the contests on their site tend to overlay frequently They where they are paying you to play the contest. Your $5 entry will turn into, you know, $6 when the slate locks. So that's awesome. Uh, they have break free contests. Reduced rate contests. the competition is generally softer than what you're going to find on DraftKings FanDuel or Yahoo here and then when you use promo code saber or sabersim when you sign up one you can get a $500 deposit bonus two we will track your entry fees and you can earn free months of sabersim just by playing on the site and nothing else uh Each time you hit one of our entry fee thresholds, we will reach out to you, ask you if you want to cash in on that prize. If you do cash in on that prize, we will reset your tracking to zero, and you can start earning towards your next free month right away. There is no limit on the amount of credit that you can earn here, but just want to let you guys know that about that promo as always. Eric said, what stack is winning the slate tonight? Dude, I have no idea, but if you want to get some ideas about the slate here, uh, my favorite thing to do is you know, run a build, uh, two things I like to do, you know, come into the stack types tab and sort in by your pool stack, uh, pool stack exposure descending here. This will show you that the stack types that are coming up most often in our pool. And for us in this example, it's five twos, and this is going to be skewed obviously by the adjustments that we made locking in the Pittsburgh hitters here. Uh, so, so, you know, don't, don't, uh, take take what I did in that example with a grain of salt here but you know that's that's one way to do it right so come into saber sim don't make any adjustments uh run a build see what stack types are coming up most often here you can go to team stacks uh see what team stacks are coming up most often here I like to look at you know these big stack tabs like hey what are the teams that are coming up as five stacks as four stacks you know your your primary stack right and then uh, you know take that information and uh, you know use that as well here, right so a couple of different ways to get some information out of SaberSim sim here uh, and and get some feedback from the builders just kind of have to know what what uh, what questions to ask, how to ask it, where to look for the answer right So that is what we try to uh, teach our users here. But with that being said everybody, a uh, great show today we'll be right back here Monday for our next show 2 pm Eastern if you guys are building lineups throughout the weekend question pops in your head, drop it in the Office Hours channel. In Discord gets a steady queue of questions to get started with for our next show here. But until Monday, take care. Good luck in your contest. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.